You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. Hey, Bible students, we are starting a new series of videos. This is the first one of them. And it's on the great and precious promises that God's made in his word. So it's to all Bible students. Now, this will go on, Lord willing, for 16 weeks. There's 16 videos in this. And what we'd like to do in, in these videos is to illustrate different promises that God has given to us. And we would like you to be able, at the end of it, to remember every one of them. Now, that's not every detail of it, but to the gist of every promise, we hope that you can remember, because we're going to be teaching this and illustrating it in a way that allows people to remember it. Let's get started. So the very first thing is uh, a passage in 2 Peter chapter 1, and there's four verses there. We'd like to illustrate this idea of the great and precious promises of God. So it reads, Simon Peter, a bondservant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have obtained like precious faith with us by the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. So you can see from that that it, it's written to Bible students. It's not written to Bible students who just casually open their Bible and, and look at something. And go, it's Bible students who really want to understand the Bible and who who love the Bible and frequently are there reading and asking God for understanding. So it goes on to say, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. Well, you know, grace and peace is a wonderful thing to have in an age like this, where we've got something that has been graciously Uh, designed for our use and our benefit and results in the peace of mind that we really want to have in a very troubled world. But it's related to knowledge. And he goes on to define that knowledge. In 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 3, it reads, as his divine power hath given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us by glory and virtue. Now, just like we know and acknowledged in life that you really can't get to the career status you want, or at least be recognized to have it, unless you have some kind of a degree, some kind of um, information from an official source that says you have learned it. So it's not hard to understand that through the knowledge of him who has called us, we will obtain this knowledge of the great and precious promises. But this is the verse. You see, it's leading up to this fourth verse, by which have been given to us exceeding great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now, this is the verse we want to focus on for our very first letter. It is exceedingly great. So that the Greek is trying to modify this idea of great 
that we, we need to understand how great these are, because look what it does in the latter part of that verse. It says that we might be finally partakers of divine nature. Well, how else would you ever be partaker of divine nature except through the root that God has chosen? And also, he says that by that, you will have escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So it's being able to get out of prison, so to speak, and to go to the true freedom of God's word, which are capitalized in these 16 promises. Now, it's not as if there are only 16, but we just want to focus on 16, give you a sample. And if you can remember them, I think you'll really greatly benefit from this study. You see, Romans 8, verse 24 says this. Now, that New King James Version, which I quote from, because I want to have a standard version to use for all of these videos, but it states this, for we were saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? Now, that's a bit awkward because the King James Version, that is the one before the New King James Version, just said we're saved by hope. Somehow or other, people have got the idea that we are saved already and we don't really need to worry about it. Now, the idea here is if we're saved by hope, and especially if the hope has already been seen or experienced, then how can you claim to be saved by hope? So we're saved in this hope in the sense that we are being saved. So these precious promises are critical to us to understand for our own salvation. Now, God modifies these things to try to give us a better understanding of how precious they are. And I think this is a wonderful uh, verse that the Apostle Paul wrote as well, where in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, he says, But as it is written, I has not seen, nor have entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Now, you can understand easily, I think, from that verse, that apart from God revealing this in his book, the Bible, we would never have a clue. It wouldn't have even entered our mind to think of what God has in store for us. So understanding these 16 promises will be greatly beneficial to us, especially if we can remember them. That's the idea of these talks together, is that we can, at the end of it, be able to remember the gist of every one of them. So, well worth contending for. Well, that's what Jude, in his uh, epistle, the little epistle of just one chapter, he said, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. You see, that's the big difference and one of the hardest hurdles for people who have an educated mind to get over. And that what God has given to us, leading to eternal life, has been written down for, well, at least 2,000 years. And nothing needed to be added. And nothing is to be taken away. Well, what's that say for the need for all the scholarship of today? If the essential part of, of the ideas of life forever is already given to us and written down. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, 
boys and girls, whoever may be listening to these videos and watching them, we need to look into this. We need to be sure of what we are dealing with, and God gives us good reasons to believe it's sound. Okay, now here's one of the things that you will have to do. This study is a study of, well, well it's using the idea of mnemonics, that is being able to use some method to help you remember. What I want you to remember is the first letter of the word great. Well, the letter's G, and the word is great, and it comes from 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 4. And the gist of it is that God has given us great and precious promises. Now, if you've grasped that, you've done well in these few minutes we've had together. G for great. In our next video, we'd like to take you to the next step, the promise of resurrection. Look at it. Today, we can go and visit this tomb of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But what it says, the Lord himself said it. Even Moses showed in the burning bush passage that the dead are raised when he called the Lord, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. But that's next week. So hang on to that G and great. And if you can do that till next video, certainly you are progressing already in the object we have of these 16 videos. God be with you. And may we all be able to remember it at the end of that time. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found the episode helpful. Don't forget, most of these episodes are also available as videos on our video channel, cdvideo.org. So head over and take a look. If you have any comments or questions or suggestions, please get in touch or leave us a voice message. We love to hear your feedback. You can email us at bt f at cdvideo.org. If you enjoyed the episode, then please share it with others. Until next time, may God bless you in your studies and your walk towards God's kingdom. Amen.